0: Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the queer James Bond podcast. I'm Andrew Wheeler. And I'm Shane Holland. On this episode, we are marking Pride Month with one of the campest movies ever made by a Bond leading man. We are talking, of course, ever
1: made ever.
0: (laughs) Also ever made ever. We're talking, of course, about the 1980 space opera classic Flash Gordon. Before we saw into space, Shane, have you been up to anything very flashy
1: this week? I think I can slot this in somehow. (laughs) Uh, I went, I went to a strange, magical land full of (laughs) colors I never see. Uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. Ooh. Uh, ooh, It was lovely. I had a fantastic trip. I was going there with family for a memorial for my grandpa who passed away last year. Mm -hmm. uh, And we just had an amazing time. Uh, This, you know, there's nothing like the, seaside and that sea air to rejuvenate you not to mention that i drank caesars every day (laughs) local beers and i had scallops and oysters and lobster i had literally every fish i could get my hand on it was gorgeous uh the flashiest thing about it however is that it all started with a flight mishap oh no um Well, I, uh, I was going to leave for the airport so early, like five (laughs) hours early, but all of my friends said, no, what are you doing? You might not even be able to be let in at that point. Uh, you should just take the train at five o'clock in the morning. And I said, you know what, friends, that makes a lot of sense. I, you see how I'm blaming my friends. Um, and so, you know, I went out drinking, which, okay, I guess that's a, a check mark against me. Uh-huh. Uh, and I got home at about 2.30 in the morning. Oh. And I had my bags packed by the door. Uh, I just needed to sit and wait uh, for two hours until the train would leave. Oh. And I said, I'll take a half hour nap. Oh. Uh, so at 6.15, my phone rings uh, and I... Hear my mother saying, Hi, we're at the airport. Where are you? Oh no. and all she heard was fuck, fuck, fuck. And uh, I said I would be there. And I hung up and I threw on the clothes I was wearing the night before, grabbed the bags <laughs> that were by my head, screamed fuck, fuck, fuck to Maddie. Bye. And called myself a cab. I told that cab driver to break every law <laughs> he needed to to get me there or my mother would literally kill me. Uh, he followed suit and we were there from my place to the airport in about 20 minutes. Oh my goodness. A (laughs) miracle. I got into the airport. I checking my phone as I'm like inching through the security line. I was the second last one on the plane, Andrew. I wasn't even the last. I made it. My brother gave me a look of fury. My dad laughed. My mom looked like she had been weeping. So everything worked out. My family still loves me. (laughs) That's uh,
0: crazy. As one of the friends who was saying to you, oh, you don't need to worry. You'll be fine. Um, I blame the (laughs) alcohol and being up till 2.30 in the morning, Shane.
1: That might have had a slight uh, effect on my plan. When I was saying
0: head off at four, you'll be fine. I was not factoring in that you would still be awake
1: at 2.30. yeah. Yeah. Context is uh, well, everything. I'm a I'm a I'm a big boy who makes big boy decisions sometimes, and sometimes he doesn't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. <Very> bad. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Andrew, what about you? What's the nest thing <laughs> you've done this week?
0: Yeah, I was racking my brains for something, and then I remembered uh, I I've been vintage shopping, well thrift shopping again, as I have every day of my life it seems at the moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- yeah but this time it was the it was the thrift shops rather than the vintage stores and i went to uh a big value village and found some beautiful pieces of vintage plastic and i've decided i'm now Ooh. a vintage plastic collector and it's very flash Gordony because it's all primary oh, colors yeah. smooth beautiful <laughs> uh indestructible things that would just sit in a in a in a landfill for the next thousand years so i'm i'm reclaiming and repurposing uh these beautiful old like 70s dishes and, and i have this beautiful mid-century butter dish that i picked up for three four dollars uh, that's probably worth about 30 40 dollars i looked on the internet oh, and wow. discovered so i'm going to be now making this my mission to find as many like beautiful vintage plastic mid-century 60s 70s even <laughs> 80s flash gordon era pieces um i don't know what i'm going to do with them all uh but i'm going to to just hoard them mercilessly uh, and uh, make them <laughs> my own.
1: Uh, I am sorry to bring up this name, but I fear that your bachelor pad may turn into Austin Powers' apartment at some point. It is just going to be like a collection of kitsch from the mid-century.
0: I mean, I'm not averse to it, you know?
1: <laughs> if there was one good thing about that film.
0: I, I, you know, I've been tickifying my home bar, which I, I realize now is a very Miss Taro touch. Um, so, yes,
1: definitely. You
0: know, it's all there. It's there in the Bond movies as well. I don't, I'm not giving Austin Powers the credit for this one
1: <laughs> okay i okay I'll, I'll accept that particularly because of you know the topic of this podcast <laughs> oh yes
0: well before we saw into our conversation it is time for our regular cocktail segment shane what are you mixing up this week
1: This week, I've kind of come up with my own spin on a classic. I made an Acadian mule. Oh, That's right. Acadian. Uh, So I bought some maple rum from Ironworks Distillery in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia. Uh, I took two ounces of that. And then I added half an ounce of this balsam fir syrup. uh, That's from Gourmet Sauvage in Saint-Faustin-Lac-Carré, Quebec. (laughs) Uh, That was a gift to me from my bestie, Ronnie. Uh, I added an ounce ounce of lime juice and six ounces of ginger beer. I stirred up the rum syrup and lime in a shaker with ice and poured that into. Well, I poured it into a glass, but if I had a copper mug, uh, I would have poured it into that over ice. I added the ginger beer and garnished with a slice of lime and a sprig of rosemary because she's fancy, <laughs> and it is absolutely delicious. Um, there were a bunch of mule variations on my recent trip, including tequila and rum, and I loved them all. And so I thought I'd take. Uh, you know, these findings from the Acadian uh, scent heart of Canada Mm -hmm. and create, you know, a little twist on it. The maple rum is nice and sweet and the balsam fir adds this wonderful uh, piney herbal note Mm -hmm. to it. uh, And of course, balanced out with that citrus and the lime and the ginger beer just makes everything bright and sparkle. And I can't wait to make this for you on our Drag Race viewing night.
0: Oh, yes, I have the copper mugs so uh, we we can perfect the recipe there. Um, That sounds amazing. I've had some piney cocktails in the past and it's a very acquired flavor. Like obviously pine people associate with like toilet cleaner. Uh, It's a very strong herbal flavor, uh, very grassy, very sort of slightly astringent. Um, So it's not, not for everyone.
1: Agreed. I think I've found just the right balance with half an ounce because, mm-hmm. yeah, an ounce. It's a sweet syrup as well. And right. while the uh, fur, like it isn't the most piney syrup on its own. Um, but definitely if you added too much, it would be too much for anyone. So <laughs> I think you'll I think you'll find it pleasant. Well, I'm very excited to try it. What plaything can you offer me today? The planet... <laughs> what's happening it's an attack pathetic earthlings who can save you now
0: that was a clip from the trailer for Flash Gordon the 1980 pulp science fiction movie from director Mike Hodges and screenwriter Lorenzo Semple Jr based on the comic strips by Alex Raymond the movie stars Sam J. Jones Melody Anderson Onella Muti and Bond franchise actors Max von Sydow, Topple, and Timothy Dalton. Some people celebrate Flash Gordon as a bright and breezy camp classic. Some people deride it for really exactly the same reasons. Um, (laughs) When I was a teeny child, I, I remember this movie. When it was going to come out, I was so excited about it. I would have been like... Four years old like very young but the (laughs) but i was aware of it it was being advertised on children's tv because there was a, a show called blue peter and one of the presenters has a cameo in the movie and so they did a segment of like behind the scenes on flash gordon so i was very aware of this movie but i didn't actually get to see it till it came out on tv as i recall probably i was too young to see it at a theater Um, oh
1: yeah i would say yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) although i think when i even when i did see it most of it would have gone over my head and even now i'm watching it it's like this is a cacophonous sugar rush of a movie there is very little to hold on to um, (laughs) but I feel like I love it as much now as I did when I watched it when I was, I guess I would have been like five or six. I don't know how much of that is nostalgia and how much of that is that this movie is just kind of amazing. Shane, what is your relationship with this movie?
1: Well... I'm going to say that, yes, there must be a nostalgia factor. Uh, Look, I loved this movie. It is not what I expected at all. Uh, I had never seen Flash Gordon. I can't believe I'm saying that. But really, it just, I think I grew up years after this came out. uh, And the Star Wars thing was huge back in the mid-90s, which is when I was latching on to movies. Same with Bond. Um, Flash Gordon was not in our vernacular, uh, so I'm. I maybe I've seen the ending before on TV and been like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, and now that I've seen the whole movie, I want to say, "What the fuck is this?" Um, <laughs> it is so bright and colorful and. I don't know what the fuck happened. I I don't know what I'm watching. Uh I I just let this wash over me and I enjoyed it <laughs> for that. Right.
0: Well, I'm excited to uh unpack this experience with you. So let's let's dive right in. Uh in the pre-credits sequence, a mysterious figure from another world targets Earth for torment and destruction. The opening credits play against the song Flash by Queen, also known as Flash's theme.
1: I think you meant to say the planet Earth, <laughs> which they say like three times in a row. We're targeting Earth. Oh, this planet Earth? Yes, the Earth <laughs> is ripe for plucking. That is the delivery of, of uh, the great Peter Wingard,
0: who plays General Clytus in this movie. And uh, yes, Je- Peter Wingard is a sort of 70s icon. And you might be shocked to learn a queer man.
1: Um I read all about it because of course Clitus was A coded for us yes. and B like the one of the greatest parts of this movie. And I and I and his voice so incredible. So I was good. like, who who is this? Uh, and I did that diving as well, and of course he, he had a he lived with an actor friend is how the article <laughs> described it, and I laughed. I
0: laughed. Yeah, he was also robbed by a pretty young man, which I think is just mm-hmm. classic. Um and he was arrested. Classic
1: seventies queer.
0: <laughs> he was arrested at one point for indecent exposure in a public mm. toilet with a crane operator. With another man, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Mm.
1: Yeah. So. Yes, he lived a private life, a
0: bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Sumptuously scandalous. Um, yes. All, all so praise. So snaps for Clytus. All praise to for... Peter Wingard. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: Love him. Um And- I mean, this movie starts off with this shot of the most fabulous ring, uh, which may have come from the movie Help. Is that not the ring that the Countess has in the Beatles film? I mean, it is not, but it is just as giant. That's a shame. It would have been great if this was the same same jewelry. I haven't
0: seen Help. That'll be my great shame. So, (gasps) what? Oh my god. If you can make a James Bond case for it, we can add it to the list. But uh, uh,
1: I mean, there's one line famously in Goldfinger that <laughs> oh, maybe ties it all together. That's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um,
0: already the graphic design right from the jump is amazing. The music is so exciting. The opening credits, doing what all comic book movie adaptations do and showing us some of the original Alex Raymond art on the screen, uh, which as a comics person, I, I appreciate
1: I did not know coming into this that this was a comic, so I'm <laughs> glad to hear that. It helps make a lot of sense of this film. <laughs> right. Yes,
0: it's uh, very much that vibe. Yeah, it's it, it, like Barbarella. It, you know, that is another movie that is inspired by a comic and comics sometimes just have the best and wildest ideas.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um at, so far at this point, the only thing I recognise is the most incredible queen song ever.
0: <laughs> yes, that driving dum 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 dum, 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 dum is so
1: good. It's immediately like hooks you in. Brilliant. On Earth, a small on Earth. A small <laughs> aircraft carrying pro athlete Flash Gordon and travel agent Dale Arden is caught in dangerous weather, hot hail. Uh, <laughs> at a near <laughs> at a nearby laboratory, scientist Dr. Zarkov believes the planet is under attack from an alien force and plans to launch a counterattack in his own rocket.
0: <laughs> uh, Zarkov is a real complicated character, huh? I mean, right? He, uh, he's, wow. He's clearly a maniac he's he's right <laughs> he's right about like he predicted that the planet would be attacked by this alien force and he built a re- a rocket ship to be able to respond insane uh he was (laughs) fired from nasa apparently wrongly because he was right but at the same time he's just completely was he though
1: Um. yeah (laughs) and also i mean woof is i i I know topol isn't really known for being a hottie but he has a daddy energy in this film that i was instantly attracted to
0: I mean, you know, why not Topol can be uh can be a dad if he wants to be. He's uh you know, this was actually the year before Fiora's Only, so he did that movie and this movie back to back.
1: Um wow. He <laughs> looks younger in this film. James Bond he tends does. to age people.
0: He honestly he looks younger in this than he does in Fiddler and Fiddler was like 10 years before this. Oh my god. <laughs> I guess wow. he was like aged up for Fiddler. Um I guess so, yeah. Which makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, this is this is uh this is peak uh topple maybe Uh,
1: uh, topple on top (laughs) topple on top i got my topple on top (laughs) top. um let's talk about dale anderson (laughs) i love her flying outfit uh absolutely everyone's wearing red and white in this yes uh (laughs) literally all of our main characters wear a red outfit at some point yeah and her like she has this white blazer and this like silk red wide, uh, wide lapelled shirt underneath and these white riding pants. Oh, she just looks gorgeous neither of these main act none of these actors can act
0: <laughs> well, i would say yes certainly the romantic pair are not the greatest actors i would argue that many of the villains are phenomenal <laughs>
1: okay yes 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 I, I i will say the main actors in particular yeah were, had a rough go <laughs>
0: um flash yes flash and dale are both wearing red and white it's sort of a weird but but quite lovely note of sort of binding these characters instantly together um the fact that flash is wearing a t-shirt with his own name on it
1: i love it makes me think maybe i need to
0: get one that just says andrew or wheeler um.
1: (laughs) oh yeah i mean let's make that a trend um i will i'm gonna cut way ahead the lightning bolt flash tank mm-hmm. is something that i need to get that is <laughs> the hottest i mean make it a singlet and it's the pr- most perfect outfit ever i mean
0: i do not doubt that that is available uh, there is a replica of that available on like i don't know spread or something so
1: unfortunately pride is only a week away so it's not going to happen this year but there's next would
0: be tricky yeah so we we get flash being a bit creepy towards dale but that doesn't seem to be his arc so i feel like that was just the acting rather than i mean maybe it's just men hitting on women feels creepy to me because i've watched too many bond movies maybe he was being a perfect gentleman (laughs) um
1: oh no i i i got a little skin crawl there also what like the like he didn't even know her name these people just met and they end up in a romantic relationship which as we know from any bond film is a terrible idea right just terrible
0: also one of the first things he says to her is oh i saw you at the hotel last night you were sitting on your own i should have come over and talked to you and it's like nope red flag red flag red flag."
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh pick up artist move um so flash is his christian name yes yes uh <laughs> okay i thought maybe it was a football thing but
0: i, <laughs> I don't mate, he probably has a, a another name that uh but maybe not maybe not it was a weird time the uh the era that these comics were
1: made in the fact that he plays football helps explain the shape of his face <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes sam jones is an interesting looking man with a very sort of
1: dick tracy villain sort of face it's uh yeah it, gorgeous but there's like he looks like he's had a couple concussions
0: yeah it, it, it's it's uh, a it's lumpy and bumpy um not in a bad way but it's certainly sort of a bit
1: monolithic before we move on that plane ride i mean every fucking nightmare <laughs> i've ever had would be the amount of turbulence that they're having when he's like it's fine you know air sometimes goes over the wings or the clouds or right feel a bump i'd be like you land this fucking plane right now
0: mansplaining i am Getting
1: on a, right <laughs> i know what turbulence is i am a travel agent
0: <laughs> uh yeah and then the sky turns red and he's like oh okay i, I don't know what uh, this is uh, <laughs> oh this can't be good yeah <laughs> flash and dale perform an emergency landing crashing into zarkov's laboratory zarkov lures them into his rocket and claims the moon will crash into earth in 11 days flash tussles with zarkov triggering the launch of the rocket
1: this is where i wrote is the actor who plays flash you know an actual
0: <laughs> actor uh slash actor uh
1: there it is yeah, yeah. love it we, we love him uh so great uh they're both giving very brad and janet energy
0: so i i thought that too like we're definitely they're riffing on the exact same thing as rocky horror which is our car crashed down we need to use the phone of this creepy man only this time it's their plane crashed and the planet's about and to richard destroyed.
1: o'brien is in the latter half of the
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> Brian <laughs> is elsewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the space travel is at the start of the movie, not at the end of the movie. But yeah, otherwise. Right
1: a lot of parallels including people in tights oh my god
0: yeah it's it's very similar
1: you could uh run rocky horror backwards and play <laughs> uh the the soundtrack to flash forward and i don't know maybe that's maybe that's like a dark side of the moon thing right for all of you maybe that, who, that would just uh, acid break, heads out there break the brain <laughs> um
0: we i will just briefly mention zarkov has a sort of laboratory assistant who oh he, god basically he doesn't want to get in the rocket ship very <laughs> yeah uh he doesn't want to get in the rocket and so he runs away and and zarkov produces a gun and shoots over the guy's head and he's like haven't you any spirit at all to which the guy shouts back
1: no (laughs) runs away so good i laughed Never seen again (laughs) um this travel agent knows way too much about the disgraced scientist zarkov (laughs) what like slow news day Um, apparently
0: I mean that's one Uh, of the great things is Zarkov is such like a shady character But that's kind of all forgotten once they get to Mogo
1: it's like okay Oh yeah they rely on him uh, (laughs) Or they're hoping to Have you seen Moonfall? I'm afraid so. (laughs) Is this the plot of Moonfall so far? It is. Is the answer very
0: similar? Yes.
1: (laughs) Aliens, moon crash, people trying to stop it.
0: Patrick Wilson could have been an excellent Flash Gordon, you know.
1: Oh my! Like in the inevitable remake of this film, I am picturing that (laughs) the rocket travels through a wormhole to the source of the attacks, the planet Mongo. The They are captured by the enemy and taken to the throne room of Emperor Ming the Merciless. There are so many words in that sentence that made me feel eerie. <laughs>
0: We we start with a sexy blackout. Flash and Dale, (laughs) both pass down. They're in love apparently. Yeah, yeah, and and they're just like moaning and lying, writhing against each other. And you, we will get a lot of weird sexuality in this movie, and it's not accidental.
1: Like, um, I mean, just the wormhole, great effect. (laughs) There is something so anal about it i don't know how else to describe it but it, yeah i guess if you've ever looked close at an anus well,
0: uh <laughs> i mean another movie that i think owes a lot to this movie is thor ragnarok where they literally have a wormhole called the yes. devil's anus so um yeah it lives on
1: oh my god absolutely <laughs> um love the glasses of the uh controllers uh they have like they each have four different screens on each side of the glass uh which seems impossible impossible, uh, but it looks so cool. Yeah,
0: and the screens are all facing out.
1: So what are they actually looking at? It's like, who knows? But yeah, it's- this Well, old... I mean, later they rip them off and it turns out they're well, robots. So are they just right. projecting?
0: Or, yeah, or they're like cyborgs maybe. But uh yeah, they it's a really cool visual detail that's very typical of this movie. Like it has so many cool little things that just aren't really commented on or, or expanded on, but they look amazing and they tell you something about this world.
1: And speaking of cool little things, I love the plastic miniature sets. They are so detailed and so obviously miniatures. I love yes. it. This, this is like peak 60s Bond. Like, we're just going to pretend that this mountain is a mountain, even though it's glossy in a way. Like, the light shouldn't have been hitting it that way. Yeah, absolutely. It's
0: like, they got some great uh, painters in to do all of these locations. And I, I mean, I just would love to see that kind of thing make a comeback, honestly. Like yeah me too i enjoy it. i guess it's very specific movies you could do it for it's it's clearly tongue-in-cheek to do it now and i think it was even tongue-in-cheek the way they're doing it then because as i said this movie is very knowing and very camp
1: um i like, think so just
0: the scene where they've crashed the, the the rocket ship and they're lying there sort of just slightly waking up and the guards are sent to find them and the guards peer in sideways through the porthole window and it's like just a cute, <laughs> cute little comedy detail that i really appreciate
1: zarkov says what is this a civic reception and flash says more like a police state and I, <laughs> flash said all cops are bastards so great I, i'm already on board with this communist movie
0: alien cops especially are bastards apparently um zarkov <laughs> is immediately like flash you should uh, maybe think about leading a rebellion on this planet like zarkov you've been here <laughs> five minutes
1: five minutes <laughs> honestly literally five minutes and he's like yeah we gotta change this. maybe zarkov is truly the real villain in here he's get, trying to get himself <laughs> set up on that throne
0: it's possible it's possible he's had a hard life as we'll find out later so you know yes m- that's right maybe he's always looking to bring down despots uh which i appreciate um another thing i just we have to talk about the gun that shoots gloves um oh my god <laughs> flash is immediately restrained by this gun that shoots whole like infinity
1: gauntlets out of it there's a lot of glove work happening in this movie <laughs> Gloves do things that gloves don't normally do in this film. They are restraints. They mm-hmm. are uh, I don't know bullets. jewel holders. Yeah. Uh, bullets. Yeah, they're everything. I love it. Um, the lizard man could not be allowed to live long enough for the audience to get to see that costume in full. I wrote. Little did I know that we would later. Oh my
0: god. Yeah. Like the amount of time we spend looking at these awful, shitty lizard man costumes, where they're literally incredible. the character, the the human faces are the mouths of the lizard men which makes no sense why would no. a creature have its face inside its mouth it's so naff it's so bad uh it's great
1: i love the lizard man yeah. <laughs> i am a lizard man now
0: <laughs> it's such a sumptuous gorgeous movie like the colors immediately like they walk into the, the the throne room and everything is like oh i remember why this movie had an impact in me because so few movies are this just striking, colorful. colorful,
1: yeah, memorable. The detail on every costume. Mm-hmm. You like you you look at it and you think, this is gonna look cheap, but the more I look at it, and maybe this is just the beautiful Blu-ray that you got me, um, every sequin is in place, yeah. every stud is in the right place, everything shines the right way when the light hits on it. There's so much detail in every single piping. Uh, it they they spent a shit ton of, of money on this movie no
0: i think they must have yeah because it does it, like it looks like the same kind of thing that cheaper movies are going
1: for but executed perfectly perfectly yeah Ah, uh, weird i love it
0: <laughs> shall we shall we move on why not ming receives tribute from his subordinates including prince voltan of the hawk people and prince baron of arborea prince thun has nothing to offer and is ordered to fall on his sword he attempts to assassinate ming and is
1: killed First of all, when Ming shows up, I wrote Ben Kingsley. (laughs) Uh, Seems like a kind of role he would do, no? Uh, Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Ben Kingsley
0: actually is Asian, uh, but not East Asian. uh, So, yeah.
1: <laughs> there yeah there's some appropriation and some makeup choices happening in the scene that made me very uncomfortable <laughs> and it all felt unnecessary
0: <laughs> very much- i mean Ming is a yellow peril villain from the books from the comics mm-hmm. um yeah. and that's uh unfortunate to put it mildly um it's the sort of thing that they have had to address in in you know because flash gordon comics and stories are still happening um and it's something that they have tried to address and be conscious of the implications of today Um, but i think you know casting a white actor to play the role is like a really i don't know what side of that i fall on you know like do you want to cast an asian actor as this asian stereotype villain or do you cast a white actor and not make them up like this you know they kind of have the worst of both worlds
1: it, yeah this is
0: not an asian character but it is still a yellow face villain
1: yeah honestly the only solution is to completely rewrite and possibly rename the character yeah uh, which it does a disservice to you know how i guess close to the comics this feels for someone who is a right. fan right yeah I guess I will say we don't, I mean, as much time as we spend with Ming, that that character is doing, I don't know how to describe, he is doing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) There is so much happening there. There is so much to talk about with Ming. The way he eats, the the way he treats his children slash loved ones, uh, the rapey qualities. Oh, it's, there's so much happening.
0: He's a reprehensible villain, but as played mm-hmm. by max von siddo are just a great incredible performance. <laughs> yeah so such good. a good
1: performance timothy dalton oh. shows up looking oh my god <laughs> I, I i if only they had cut roger moore loose earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can you imagine this young mustachioed timothy dalton just ravishing our eyes on screen uh.
0: Uh, honestly timothy dalton does look so good in this movie that when he steps onto the stage you're like you i i caught my breath for a second like oh
1: my god oh yeah me too and I mean, not to mention the amount of emeralds he's decked out <laughs> in and the Robin Hood woven jacket that yes. he wears with gold piping. It, oh, it's just a feast. Yeah. He's it's, a feast.
0: He looks amazing. He really inhabits this character beautifully. This sort of Errol Flynn swashbuckler character. Oh, uh, yeah, there it is. Character. Yeah. It, it's great. And yeah, it's like it's definitely Timothy Dalton's peak of suave sex appeal, like where he didn't need the hair plucks yet, you know? Uh, <laughs> right. Yes.
1: <laughs> Uh, the character of thun um, mm. interesting gone way too soon i would say
0: yeah the fact that the one like there are not a lot of black characters in this movie shall we say um
1: uh, especially a couple
0: black face characters <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, heavily tanned at the very least uh, yeah yeah but but yeah prince thun is like the only i think the only black character with dialogue and in the comics thun and baron and voltan are all like equally important figures um they're all uh, they're all friends of flash gordon or become friends of flash gordon so the fact that prince thun is just like summarily executed in his only scene um it, it sticks in the cry that's yeah. a
1: that's a shame that's shameful and it's yeah. a shame um i mean my god we went to so many fucking planets in this movie we couldn't add a third uh, <laughs> what what's 20 more minutes in this fiasco right? honestly <laughs> i would have i would have watched it is what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, I will say when Thun freezes, uh, I don't. I wouldn't call it freezing. Let's say he's frozen by Ming's ring, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and he comes to a very jittery halt. I would say, <laughs> right. <laughs> the they, only way to describe it. They
0: that. didn't quite have the technology
1: to to make that look organic, shall we say. The Earthlings are brought before Ming. Flash catches the eye of Princess Aura, while Ming shows an interest in Dale. Flash tries to protect her by fighting the guards, but he is captured and sentenced for execution.
0: Ornella Muti as Princess Aura has lived in my soul, uh, though these many years as like the most beautiful woman that ever lived. Like, well, she is. She is like, I think she's probably of all women in fiction. She's the character that most confused my, my tender self because she's so beautiful and, and ravishing and slightly evil, which of course I love in a woman. Um, so yeah, I, I, and she's still, lives up to the
1: the the hype in my view agreed uh absolutely beautiful every outfit is a 10 out of 10 Mm um and she i think she uh is one of like the four people who are doing great great Mm -hmm. camp like knowing work in this film she knows what movie she's in she sells it uh really loved every moment she was on screen she
0: even finds some like some pathos in the character
1: like yeah, that, which is shocking. Um, this is this is not a movie with a lot of feeling in it. We allude that Ming is incestuous here. Right. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. I guess he is just uh, uh, truly reprehensible. But. Is, was that a big plot point in the comics I, I, not that i'm aware of yeah
0: it's when uh, when ming uses the o- orgasm ray i'm gonna say on, uh, yeah. on dale Ooh. and that again another weird sex incident that has no bearing on, on anything and that doesn't come back <laughs> but there's so many people experiencing orgasms in unexpected places in this movie um that <laughs> it's like it's it's like the raison d'etre of the whole movie it feels like and yeah clitus responds to uh dale's writhing ecstasy by saying she even rivals your daughter what the hell
1: um this is this is dark. very dark yeah very dark uh this like football fight scene <laughs> oh my god how fun way too long way but too so long. good
0: <laughs> yeah literally the fact that all the guards are dressed like football players american football
1: players is like and that they're all holding footballs off on the sidelines right. essentially you know, these like <laughs> green
0: egg things and it's like it's so contrived but you just don't care because it's so much fun um and it gives you like you know, it does give you little insights into the characters like brian blessed's voltan like repeatedly bashing one of them on the head every time he gets up mm. but like trying not to get caught but clearly having a fun old time uh, <laughs> you
1: know it's uh, lots of people on the sidelines joining in mm-hmm. on the fight very interesting um and zarkov trying to play along and absolutely fumbling the ball on the first <laughs> row which is totally me i really do relate uh yeah
0: yeah he's uh he's good at many things but uh football is not one of them um I also want to call out, by the way, Deep Roy, who is a very well-known little person actor. He mm-hmm. he's seen quite a lot in this scene. He is uh, the character called Fellini, which is a cute gag. Uh, but he's also he's Aura's pet that she carries around on a leash, or that she leads around oh, on a leash, which is yeah. again very, very problematic, really problematic. very wrong. Let's let's go all the way to wrong. Um, yeah. But I mean I always love to see Deep Roy he's he's been in so many different sci-fi movies and fantasy movies uh, as many like revered little person actors have um looking stunning in his uh, in his makeup as Fellini um but yeah this is this is not cool uh not a good no. idea to put little people in pet roles
1: There are other little people actors in this scene, I guess, in some guard uniforms. So I guess it's a little diversified. But yeah, that is that was really like an uncomfortable moment seeing that. Shout out to Dale. Uh, Live and let live. That's my motto. (laughs) Rolled my eyes. Girl, you are... You're so dumb.
0: (laughs) It's such a dorky line to be like, hi, I'm Dale Orton. Uh, I'm Dale Orton. What do I say Uh, now? It's like she's stumbling uh, for her drag race entrance line. And it's like, oh
1: my God, I I uh, didn't prepare anything. um, (laughs) Not everyone's a winner, Dale. Uh, You know, we need some filler queens, I guess.
0: She will go on to win a lot of runways in this movie. So, you know.
1: Oh, yes. Oh my God, that gold outfit, like where she looks like a quality street caramel. (laughs) Delicious.
0: Speaking of delicious, Flash is tortured in the cells. He is allowed a final audience with Dale, and they reassure each other that this must all be a dream. Flash is then brought to the execution chamber and gassed to death.
1: Uh, So Baron and Aura start talking to each other, uh, uh, and are are they a couple, or... I mean, he says, you lying bitch, <laughs> in such a romantic way a- after they've made out. Right. I was so confused.
0: And they are the hottest and most hateful couple in the galaxy. Um,
1: yeah. They... Don't
0: you love me? I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> it, what? <laughs> it's a very adult relationship between these two. Yeah, people. I guess so. Um,
1: yeah. They, they
0: communicate very well. <laughs> I, I mean, they're two very, very hot people who also maybe evil um baron has an i mean they both have an interesting journey in this movie yeah um they both end up in a place you do not expect them to end up i would say um for for when you're you know when you're introduced to them as these sort of like hot-headed temperamental bitchy uh beautiful people um but you know i appreciate them in all their splendor me too <laughs> and uh, shall we talk about the splendor of flash here he's uh he's been oh my god edsm tortured in this weird spiky yep. helmet wearing no shirt just these little leather pants um great stuff
1: I-, I know quite a few people who've recreated some kind of scene like this <laughs> whether they know it or not uh it's really fun. He's got a great body, and they clearly <laughs> want to show it off at every opportunity, and I'm not upset about it, honestly. They know what they're doing, and it's so nice to have male eye candy in a in a film that is, you know, meant for young, straight teenage boys. Right. Like, it's actually, it feels like it's for all of us, actually.
0: Yes, there is definitely a sense of sort of something inclusive uh dare we even say queer about this movie i guess we'll get to yeah. it when we get to the scoring uh but speaking of queer this is another great scene for peter wingard as the gold mm. skeletor general clitus uh who delivers one of my favorite lines i see you refused your final meal chef will be upset
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> so good. that's great I, when flash finally sees dale uh They start complimenting each other's (laughs) looks, and it's like at a time like this, like you're both about to die. Yeah, he's about
0: (laughs) to be executed, and he's like, You look great. And she's she says in the most deferential way, it's the eye makeup. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong, it's great eye makeup, but also great
1: canvas, Dale. Come on. Like, big up yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Just like breaking the third wall in a way to be like, Yeah, 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 the makeup department in this movie is fantastic. (laughs) Have you not seen
0: (laughs) <laughs> she's even like well when we wake up from this weird dream i hope i remember how to do this you know like she's gonna do a makeup tutorial on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i had this weird oh, dream God. about mogo and this is how you do a smoky mogo eye.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> um and then flash gets gassed and the end i mean he died
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah that's it uh yeah dale weeping and pounding on the glass and and uh princess aura says look water is leaking from her eyes uh never had a feeling in her life this pitch.
1: nope <laughs> they don't cry i mean they get so watery eyed later in this movie right? from all the stress and the emotions of it all i'm i'm very surprised no one has ever <laughs> cried in this world flash is roused from a deep sleep by a doctor working for princess aura she smuggles flash out of the palace Ming reveals to Zarkov that he tests alien planets with artificial disasters to see if those planets have become a threat. His generals erase Zarkov's memories and reprogram him. Whew, oh, so much happened there. <laughs> it's amazing that the coffin maker knew the correct <laughs> font to use for Flash Gordon.
0: It's, yeah, his, his coffin is beautiful. Like the, I I want to show Carl, our font expert, the coffin, so you mm-hmm. can. So he can I think in he's on gonna it. love it. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a lot of sex uh, again here with uh, Princess Aura waking Flash and promising that she did so with a kiss, and then eyeing up his him him stripping in the reflection mm. on the inner lid of the coffin. I mean, what an extraordinary to have a mirrored ceiling in your coffin is. Uh, quite an excellent wh- thing
1: <laughs> i mean everyone is horny in this film everyone all is horny. the time yeah it's <laughs> it's ridiculous
0: um ming gets a great villain plot to zarkov where you know his his whole thing of torturing planets until they fight back and then he can destroy them it's psychotic but i kind of dig it
1: <laughs> yeah that's uh that's new that's very unmarvel like behavior <laughs> Uh, we get some Moonraker base realness mm-hmm. as Flash and Aura run through the set, uh, I guess, on their quest to f- get out of there. And then we get some Goldfinger laser realness in the very next scene. I was shocked. Back to back Bond references.
0: Yes. Giant laser that is very evocative of Auric Goldfinger. Uh, and this is where we get a, a real introduction to uh, General Kala, played by Marin milato who is fabulous i mean i am in love oh, with general yeah. carla the whole way through her and Ornella muti as aura they are both very bondian in that they are basically european fashion models playing wicked women and doing it with a sort of sumptuous delight um they absolutely
1: i mean it that's both literally of- every bond film you, right you, that's yeah <laughs>
0: uh mariangela milato should really have been a bond girl at some point because she is so great
1: i love her i mean uh, why not uh, aura as well yeah. uh They both have the look for it. They easily could have been, you know, oh God. They could have been uh part of the Vesper list so easily. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Uh well Marangello
0: will still make it, so uh (laughs) that's something. (laughs) Um, oh and then we get Zarkov's memories as he's supposedly being Uh rewritten, and this is the most extraordinary section, which is sort of this mostly backwards but slightly out of order flash through his life where we see among other things that the death by drowning of his wife in a swimming pool and the
1: did rise. he push her i don't i don't think but maybe uh that wasn't it the vibe looked I was getting, like he but, pushed her into the pool oh no uh yeah i I, I saw that flash by, and I got really <laughs> confused. Maybe, maybe this is why Zarkov is disgraced. Also, so many cats and owls and monkeys in right? his memory.
0: A lot of weird stuff going on. And then we get the rise of Hitler and uh, yep. the Jews. Was he there for that? Fleeing Europe. Uh, he may have been. I mean, oh, I, I guess as a the young the 80s, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, hilariously, there's a there's a flash of him losing his job at NASA, which is him crying, <laughs> "I resign," and region after that we see a newspaper that says scientist fired scientist fired
1: <laughs> oh zarkov always uh you know telling a slightly different story than what actually happened he also somehow has a memory of his birth which is remarkable <laughs> as well
0: uh yeah he's uh well even he seems slightly shocked to see those memories he's like "What yes, our father?" <laughs> Also, what was level six? Because <laughs> Carlo is Carlo rejects the idea of reprogramming him to level two, reprograms him to level six. It means nothing. Either way, it didn't work.
1: So, Yeah, that's true. Maybe they should have gone up to level 10. It really doesn't work for very long at all, no. actually. I thought it was going to be a thread that ran through a big chunk of this film. But no, Like he just <laughs> needs to be taken away from Ming for a moment to get his senses back to him. But we'll get
0: there. This, this movie really doesn't do like picking things up and running with it at all.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, de- oh, this is a scene by scene case study. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the never ending story. There's just, there's not much to hold on to. <laughs>
0: uh, so next scene, handmaidens prepare Dale for a night with Ming. Flash and Aura fly to Arborea, the tree planet, and Aura reluctantly shows Flash how to use a telepathy transmitter to contact Dale and to tell her that he's going to Arboria to get help. Just touch that knob gently darling (laughs)
1: uh the way oh actually i i wrote that down and then literally she was like careful darling it's extremely sensitive like me
0: (laughs) the way i mean this movie again it's not being like coy and slightly pseudo-sexual like this scene is straight up them basically fucking on a rocket ship um it's insane how sex sexy this movie is and how sexual this movie is like Take it all I mean in. the
1: very next scene, I I mean <laughs> well, Dale drinks a whole or gets someone to drink a whole lot of G H B for whoever's first time it is, you know? Right. Uh like <laughs> I, 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 it's shocking. Absolutely shocking yeah again everyone's just so horny
0: so horny yeah Dale Dale and the handmaiden get some real sapphism going on here um, oh my god there's there's kind of three-way phone sex going on with the psychics uh, um aura wants to take flash to Sithra, her secret pleasure moon uh, is it a planet wow. or just a part of her body who knows
1: um but uh, <laughs> I feel like if this movie had gone on any longer we might have found out all of the answers honestly
0: the I mean years. I am curious about Sithra the pleasure moon but uh
1: yeah we don't get there
0: and yes the, no. the the ghb the rohypnol that uh that dale oh. is given a drink that has no name oh we've we've got a yes. name for that now dale we know what that's yeah doing.
1: we figured that out and we <laughs> love it yeah
0: <laughs> well depending on how it's being uh administered uh
1: right yeah drink this giant bottle of rohypnol you'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> call me in the morning uh the
0: consensual use of drugs great using it to trip someone else up for or to to trick someone into sleeping with uh ming the merciless no no no
1: everyone's a little <laughs> evil in this film they're like no one is beyond reproach I, I, everyone's slightly reprehensible apparently so um they nearly crash land into the planet frigidaire is what i heard <laughs> close enough sure yeah Uh, yeah there's a lot of planet names and i caught two of them (laughs) and this whole
0: psychic phone call between flash and dale is hilarious uh also problematic in parts like where he says to dale to uh, when when he when dale has to sleep with ming he says fake him out girls know how it's been done to me
1: um excuse me what (laughs) wow flash shade flash Uh, also uh they don't he's like oh i didn't quite get that think again (laughs) which i I thought was a great line (laughs) right and at the end dale's like hang up i've got to go it's like hang up (laughs) hang up i I don't know how i got on (laughs) (laughs) honey this is a psychic telephone (laughs) great stuff dale gets her handmaiden drunk and steals her outfit to stage a breakout brainwashed, Zarkov is dispatched to intercept Dale so she can lead him to Flash. Dale and Aura arrive in Arborea, where they witness a dangerous initiation rite. Oh boy. So, so much to talk to before we get to the initiation. Uh... The ship is gorgeous, and so are the communist costumes that they are wearing while oh, riding it. I will say that so
0: much red—it's great. Uh, yeah, the fact that they—they they this- look
1: like one of those posters of like Russian and Chinese soldiers right. grasping each other's hands and looking each other lovingly in the eye.
0: Yeah, very, very <laughs> much. Um, yeah, that ship is like—it's got this weird sort of baroque, sort of steampunky look to it. That's great. Um, so, so much great design in this in this movie. Yeah.
1: I'm going to try to skip past the ooh, rapey bit where uh, Ming walks into the room with the handmaiden and starts molesting her while she's like absolutely passed out, drugged. Um, only to find out that it is not Dale uh, who is dressed as the caramel quality stringing <laughs> around. Yeah,
0: his problem is not that it's a woman who is asleep that he is molesting because that was the plan. His problem is that it's the wrong woman. Um, yeah. And that poor maid probably was executed immediately after. So,
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, now we get into, I think, the best scene of the film where a uh, travel agent and black belt <laughs> martial artist Dale Anders takes out an entire squadron of security guards with kicks and flips and she takes her heels off so that she can fight better and she grabs <laughs> their guns and blasts them out of this planet. Oh my God, it was so incredible.
0: It's so great. Like it's kind of, it's unexpected for a movie of this era, uh, but so satisfying to see that she can like do all of this stuff. Like, yeah, the the, the martial arts, the, the gunplay, all this stuff. She beats a dude to death. I
1: mean- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These ordinary people have become flat out murderers and don't blink an eye. Yeah,
0: I it's, it's, uh, love it. It's extraordinary. Um, yeah. I, I will say, by the way, it's Dale Arden. The actor is Melody, Arden, Melody Anderson. So easy to get those oh, mixed up. But uh, yeah. I think... Why would they do that to me? <laughs> um also this scene with dale uh the fact that she has these heels that she sets down and then she shoots a guy and then she picks up her heels and runs to the next spot and sets the heels down again it's kind oh of my god it's hilarious iconic iconic yeah. it also leads to amazing continuity errors where the heels just oh, keep jumping yeah. around they're in
1: they're in every scene whether they should be or not yeah it's so good um, <laughs> bryce dallas howard could take a lesson uh in sh- in shoes and trauma <laughs>
0: it feels like there's a good like thesis of film study there shoes and trauma
1: (laughs) take it to the bottom museum in toronto um (laughs) oh my god a young man is being initiated get me in that fucking room (laughs) honestly
0: like again this is a movie that is not like being accidentally sexual the fact that they are listening to this young man's initiation and it is all thumping noises
1: and rhythmic moaning. beating noises jerking their sticks she says i love <laughs> initiations and i said me too oh, lady absolutely. me too like, <laughs> this initiation
0: sounds fabulous and oh yeah it's I think not accidental that there are no women in Arboria. We we never, oh, no. we do not see a single woman. There are lots of rituals uh, involving men and sticks. Uh, there are no women at all, and the men that we do meet have a certain air about them. Um,
1: yes, very fancy men. Yes,
0: uh, like I'm not sure why Baron is the one guy that that is uh, obsessed with a woman. But when you look at Princess Aura and how I felt about her when I was a kid.
1: I get it. It's a vibe. Yeah. (laughs) It's a vibe. Are we still saying beards? Do do gays have beards still? Because that's what she is, right? (laughs) I mean,
0: his mustache looks so good without a beard that I feel he doesn't need Mm. it. But sure, yeah, Baron can have a beard if he wants (laughs) one. Um, the initiation ritual involves sticking your hand into a tree stump and there is a scorpion type creature in there that will drive you mad and kill you if you stick your hand in the wrong stump which leads the, me about it. the tree father to say choose your passage um <laughs> yeah, again understood uh, we, yep. we had a tree stump that was very like this behind the church was when I was a kid um, literally <laughs> like a, a just a destroyed tree stump where all the branches had been like cut off and, and hollow had worn into them and so you could reach into the middle and so me and my friends would play games of initiation where we pretended uh, to be Flash true. Gordon.
1: The, uh, no. This is a family podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, looking it back, <laughs> looking back, it sounds sexual, but uh, I, I swear at the time it was a perfectly innocent game of sticking your hands in a tree stump. Um. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: little boys always stick in their hands in holes that they don't belong. <laughs> Who says they don't belong? Anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aura delivers Flash to Baron, but Baron is jealous of Flash and confines him to a cage. <gasps> Zarkov, oh, my God. <laughs> you've, you've seen what's next on the document. Zarkov reveals yeah. that the attempt to brainwash him has failed. Generals Clitus and Carla torture and interrogate Aura. And this is where I have added into our uh, Flash Gordon review document some images that I was reminded of by the phrase that Baron uses here, which is hanging meat.
1: Um, uh, uh, yeah, I would say there I'm seeing a lot of hanging meat in front of me. My uh,
0: God. <laughs> baron baron regards flash gordon as nothing more than be- hanging meat for his larder and uh it is I think- and
1: now neither can i uh <laughs> burn that image from my memory that uh yeah I, 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 I am seeing a very uh good looking young sam jones wearing no clothes just sporting a lovely bush and <laughs> i, I I I I I mean, let's get lici- like that is a good three inches of thick meat that I'm seeing here and. <laughs> we and it's going to get a lot bigger
0: (laughs) yeah so yes sam jones before he was flash uh did a few playgirl centerfolds under the name andrew cooper the third and if you look online for sam jones playgirl or anything like that you can see the pictures and yes he is a striking young man a natural brunette which i have to say i think suits him better and uh Mm -hmm. yes he is hanging meat.
1: oh my god um yeah he is a great present to have delivered i would say (laughs) the best present uh Okay, I'm going to try and move on. It's very hard. Like, this is just above my notes for this section, so I'm just going to have to do my best here. I I can't even get my cursor in the right place. Uh, uh, Okay, incest and now necrophilia. That will definitely changed the mood wow uh what does he say like uh, baron he says uh, i
0: knew you were up to something though i confess i hadn't thought of necrophilia um oh my god baron <laughs> is very very jealous of aura's uh immediate attraction to flash and i think also maybe repressing his own immediate attraction to flash so there's um, a lot going yeah i'd on say there. so
1: um,
0: yeah there's a perfect threesome uh in the offing here if they would only all give into it
1: oh god just it, yeah if only we could just get along um way too much lizard people and who <laughs> i hate them they are everywhere they are like an infestation and it's only going to get worse i
0: feel like they must be the vermin of, of mogo or mongo uh
1: yeah it's
0: uh, <laughs> it, it's a weird weird thing to just keep having your your crappiest special effect recur
1: all the way through the movie we see aura being uh held down and tortured and she's held down by these bronze gloves mm-hmm. uh, once again making an appearance and i just gotta say i need a table like that <laughs> for reasons
0: uh i can't think what that would be but okay sure yeah yeah uh- <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, this is actually like, again, this is the scene where Aura, where Onela muti is like really giving us a performance. Like she is being tortured and she is uh, expressing her, her like betrayal and rage and fury. Um, and then we find out that Ming is in on this, that he's watching oh, yeah. from the next room and she is like disgusted and betrayed and horrified and it's such a dark moment in this movie because it seemed prior to this moment that clitus had a personal beef with aura that he was looking for any excuse to to like turn on her and 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 beat her um and ming was you know not there but no ming is there ming is on board with torturing his own daughter and then sending her into exile when all this is done
1: it sounded it reminded me so much of Thanos torturing Nebula. Uh, um yeah, it 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 was so dark and perverse. Uh but oh my god, this this movie is juicy, right? <laughs> like <laughs> there's just so much happening. There's a
0: lot of things that do not go that are not explored, but are maybe all the more interesting for 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 just being just, just existing. Like uh like worms. What's up? Yeah, ball-
1: thank you. <laughs> i can only imagine i it might be what i'm seeing in the picture uh in this document that i i'd let that (laughs) that worm bore into me andrew
0: the hanging meat is not a boar worm i'm sorry you you can't you can't have that (laughs) i don't think princess aura would have been screaming no not the boar worms if if uh the hanging meat was was what she was oh
1: everyone's a little gay maybe (laughs) One of Baron's men tricks Flash into an escape attempt that will allow Baron to kill him without offending Aura. Zarkov and Dale are captured by Hawk people and flown to their palace, where they try to persuade Prince Voltan to join a rebellion. I just got- Richard O'Brien is in here.
0: Richard <laughs> O'Brien as the very gay flautist um in the uh, the Tree People camp, and his his response to uh baron complaining about princess aura is of course the very gay line never understood what you see in her (laughs) of
1: course not oh
0: yeah knowing wink wink. love it (laughs) i just got captured by the hawk people and boy are my arms tired uh the,
1: the fact
0: that these people get dragged by flying people with their arms held up in the air like oh my god that is a stress position and a half like Yes, yeah. that is not healthy. And then Dale gets dumped on a cake, uh, a cake-filled spinning table, and I feel like oh a lot of fetishes were born
1: that day. This beautiful woman in a gown standing in cake, standing on cake. Yes, <laughs> it's a good thing that she didn't just sit on it. My God, um, Baron's like number two uh, has a nose that is so broken; oh, it is hard Voltan. to look at it. Sorry, thank you, Volten's uh, number two it's so broken that it's hard to look at mm-hmm. like what happened to that man's face it's <laughs> who did that
0: yeah honestly it is such a a powerful angle it's it's uh it has a story to tell that's for sure yeah, uh, it certainly does and i will note by the way here we see that there are women among the hawk people so the fact that the tree people are all men is not an accident
1: um, no <laughs> they the fact that richard o'brien is one of them is also not an <laughs> not accident. an accident
0: no indeed not Flash is forced to perform the initiation rite on Arborea. He fakes being mortally injured in order to steal Baron's sword and escape, but he falls in quicksand. It was the 80s and is attacked by a swamp creature. Baron is about to kill Flash when the Hawk people intervene.
1: When Flash is um, put up to performing the rite, he says, No way. And Timothy Dalton says, Coward. <laughs> and Flash goes, Let's do it. Like, Oh, wow. That, that. <laughs> Didn't take much convincing. Honestly, it's so
0: easy to convince these boys to stick their hand in a hole. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's such like alpha bullshit. It's really very
1: believable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Timothy Dalton's. uh, Did he change or has he always been wearing this suit that makes him look like a Power
0: Ranger? I feel like everyone else gets costume changes, but he's maybe a less he noticeable because they're all the same sort of Lincoln green made of like woven yeah. plastic. So, yeah, <laughs> um, we get some wet flash having like just dirt flung at him from off camera here. Um, <laughs> oh, oh,
1: my God. And- so silly. <laughs> must be the 80s because someone is dying in quicksand. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: And we get to see Timothy <laughs> Dalton sort of swinging on a vine and his oh. tights look very well packed, I must say.
1: Uh, yes, I also <laughs> noticed that- i'm not sure why those arborists yeah in
0: this moment you're like okay okay initiation me up uh, timothy dalton
1: yeah see if you can get two in there (laughs) flash and baron arrive at voltan's palace flash and dale are reunited again baron challenges (laughs) flash to mortal combat but flash saves baron's life convincing baron to join the rebellion Uh, A lot of great things
0: in this scene. Um, A dick ship. (laughs) A dick ship. Uh, Just, I mean, the aesthetics of the palace, the ship. Oh my God, so gorgeous, the palace. Like this is, you know, Star Wars to me, I think was always a little disappointing because it wasn't, gay like this like it didn't have this yeah. sumptuousness. this is what i want in my sci-fi like thor ragnarok barbarella this
1: um yeah I, th- it's so funny how muted the star wars palette is right. in comparison yeah. when they like this is made at the same time as empire that it could easily have been just as rich and colorful a world
0: but they didn't want it to be like it, it's it's not a mistake it's a choice
1: no you know? yeah it is a choice oh, so strange also strange how quickly Flash's hair and tank top dry out her <laughs> Perfectly, of course
0: i i mean you know too sexy with wet hair um speaking yeah. of sexy baron flash whips boots a giant tilting turntable full of spikes i mean I'm i mean board. this
1: relationship is never gonna work oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh what an incredible battle so cool this set is amazing mm-hmm. and dangerous um yeah, those spikes look like like even if those spikes are rubber they're still very dangerous yeah yeah someone must have got hurt doing this uh but so much fun they did great uh really edge of the seat kind of moment here flash and and
0: uh, dale get engaged here like they're just like hey should yeah. we get married like yeah okay like you've known each other for uh, wait what days and you spent very little of that time together uh but okay yeah, yeah. Dale's like, oh, I just got engaged. <laughs>
1: yeah. He was like, now's not the time for your incessant nagging about the earth. Would you just marry me already?
0: <laughs> yes, and we do get the iconic line, Flash, I love you, but we only have 14 hours to save the earth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a great line, especially the context of it, which is that he's fighting for his life on this spiky turntable thing. Like, would and you it, hurry like,
1: up so we can get on with it? Hurry what up, Dale? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not trying to die. <laughs> So, flash saves Baron and Timothy Dalton has sausage fingers. Did you notice? Oh, this? I did not notice this? um <laughs> oh my God, they are so thick. uh it was concerning like too much salt in his diet or something. <laughs> That's very likely.
0: um he is from the north as his pronunciation of the word bastard or bastard. bastard Remind you yeah. <laughs> um, uh but he does then get to give a rousing speech because flash saving his life immediately makes him accept his feelings about flash and say to him where you go i follow oh my god so Ooh, hot darling yeah. <laughs> in the unlikely event i like get married i might take my vows from this movie you know <laughs> uh
1: he says there's something finer in this galaxy than ming's law and it's like yeah flash your new boyfriend." <laughs> So glad this relationship's working.
0: Uh, <laughs> General Clitus arrives to order the execution of the Earthlings. Flash and Baron kill Clitus, causing Voltan to evacuate his people to avoid Ming's wrath. Ming then takes Dale, Zarkov, and Baron prisoner again and offers Flash rule of Earth. Yes. Flash refuses, so Ming abandons Flash at the palace and destroys it with missiles. But Flash escapes on a rocket cycle.
1: That all happened really quickly in the movie too. He did good, but so much. Um, Clytus's death is awful and gross.
0: It's such a weird. I mean, again, it's like a cold-blooded murder by Flash, throwing this guy onto the spikes of the platform. Like there was no. The fact that he tried to get up again is extraordinary because um, he was already skewed at the moment he hit those spikes. And then, yeah, oh, yeah, his eyes and his tongue just sort of like. out
1: out of his face oh god like squeezing i don't know silly putty through a paper bag or plastic bag (laughs) <laughs> it was it was weird. Um,
0: the plot is like doing all kinds of weird conniptions
1: at this point. Like they're just like yeah. taken
0: prisoner, escaping, taken prisoner again, escaping. The characters are sort of being like reshuffled in different configurations all the time.
1: Like, hey, you you want to be king of Earth? Uh, I, I would have. I honestly probably would have taken the kingdom. I'm not particularly <laughs> precious about the Earth. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting, uh-huh.
0: interesting. I and mean, he did say that like he was still going to destroy most of the population, but eh, most of the population sucks, so... Yeah,
1: I, have we learned nothing? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, Ming is being very sloppy in what he's letting Flash get away with here. And, you know, first thing you do when you try to destroy a, a, a palace with missiles is check for space skidoos, right? Like, that's one yes. On one Yes.
1: Yeah, I'd love the racing flags on that skidoo <laughs> slash speeder bike. Really fun. Flash reunites with Voltan on Arborea. Our aura is confined to the bedroom with Dale and tries to persuade Dale to kill her father. But Dale refuses.
0: Another plot that goes nowhere at all. <laughs> but-
1: so many plot twists and turns. Uh Really, I can't believe we went back to Arborea and we didn't just, like, get this thing... Yeah. yeah to the end <laughs> so, so
0: unnecessary like the the only good thing about it i guess is a it's giving voltan this like weird redemptive arc where he's like oh i guess i will fight in the rebellion and also we get to see all the bird people just lounging on trees uh which i yeah. is, is, it's cute you know
1: cute yeah um he, uh voltan says uh thank you for giving this dumb old bird a second <laughs> chance and i don't know i just had a good laugh <laughs> uh brand
0: blessed uh, icon uh one of the greats um And, yeah, a real, like, one of the formative bears of cinema, I feel like, in this world. Woof. Um,
1: Yeah, absolutely. The harness, the leather harnesses (laughs) from the Hawk people are doing a lot of work for my imagination. The
0: Hawk people are so buff. Like, I was kind of shocked looking back at, like, you know, these guys have real
1: muscles. (laughs) Yeah, at a time when you didn't need to. Yeah. uh,
0: they definitely were, like, just went into a gay bar with a net and just swooped up all the leather daddies and uh, and put them in wings, basically.
1: Who's Annette? <laughs> um,
0: she's, she's a very persuasive casting director.
1: <laughs> there it is. Uh, okay, I mean, I know that I should not use this word, but everyone is loving this cat fight because <laughs> I feel like they actually pitched in some cat noises into Dale and Aura fighting.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a, it, it's a pretty fun little moment of Dale and, and Aura just sort of trying to scratch each other's eyes out. Um, Dale wearing Like, this... we know
1: Dale can kick ass. Yeah. We've literally seen her do jujitsu. And so, and this is just fun for her.
0: Aura, in normal circumstances, would not take prisoners, but in this instance, she is trying to prove that she's actually a reformed woman. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a fairly good little scrap dale wearing this weird pink and green gown that is literally pink on one side green on the other right down the middle um and flowy as heck which is great for a fight scene
1: and a uh- gold tiara just serving sailor moon uh, oh, yeah. really into that
0: yeah a lot of tiaras in this movie actually like a lot of headpieces i mean the a woman a lot of headpieces the woman that comes in to say it's time for your wedding now wearing this green ensemble and headpiece. oh my god and it's like she looks like hella in ragnarok she looks yes I mean, like a showgirl version of hella it's amazing
1: like that look. i mean dale at the end also has a black headpiece that looks like hella it's really crazy uh Oh god, I love all of the hair and p- jewelry, everything is working for me. Um my father has never kept his word in his life. <laughs> I know that. But how? Dale knows a lot of things that Dale should not know about Zarkov, about Ming.
0: <laughs> Honestly, she's pretty uh, uh, opinionated here as well. She's like, keeping our word is one of the things that makes us better than you. Like,
1: bitch. wow, uh, wow, <laughs> rude. We just met, <laughs> <laughs> and she has a very rosy view of
0: humanity, like which is kind of one of the themes of this movie. Like the the bit where Flash saves Baron's life rather than letting him die, and Zarkov is like, ah, oh, that is humanity. It's like girl, you survived the Holocaust. Let's not pretend yeah. that this is humanity. Right? Like,
1: we're pretty bad, actually. We're pretty gross. He's just like, yeah. I mean, He's not even that great, Flash. <laughs> <laughs> you, he literally murders someone right after that. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and Zarkov was shooting at his own employees earlier in the movie. Like, you know, humanity's... Oh, my God. oh humanity. <laughs> yeah. Flash flies towards Ming's palace on the rocket cycle. General Carla launches a war rocket to intercept him. The Hawk people ambush the rocket and a battle for control ensues.
1: Laughed out loud at the speed of the approaching (laughs) Flash. Moving very slowly towards the threat.
0: Yeah, he doesn't do so much flashing in this uh, movie, pardon the expression. Um, We do get to see, I, I didn't really pay attention to Flash's costume changes very much in this movie because he's still always wearing like a tight t-shirt or a tight vest um mm-hmm. and it took me a couple of goes to realize oh he's he does he has changed his outfit here into like a red vest with like this bright sort of jeweled thing
1: in the middle it's like black and red mm-hmm. and
0: it's pretty cute but like nothing compared to the other outfits in this movie
1: agreed agreed that definitely went out on a lower note for flash's <laughs> uh looks here um, but so much leather in general in this scene. Those poor birdies are just getting fried out there, which is sad.
0: It, yeah. It just, the, the fact that they've got all these men in like these flight, like these Peter Pan flight harness thing contraptions versus like a tiny model of a rocket ship. Um, it's like, it's. Yeah. The- the peak of crappy sci-fi effects it's i love it it's so good Uh, it's beautiful (laughs) and then all backed up by these like riffing electric guitars and synth music uh brian may going all out to make this space battle as rock as possible
1: I mean, I'm a little ashamed to admit, but I think the music would have been such a turnoff to me Mm -hmm. as a child. I don't know how I feel about it now. Uh, Synth rock was never (laughs) my preferred genre. And as much as... You know, I respect Queen and have a few favorites. Uh, Freddie Mercury has just never been my go-to for music. Um, I, I, again, absolutely love the opening theme. Really incredible. Um, but as for the wrists and such, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I I just grew up at a different time.
0: Oh, oh, you're so young and delicate. Uh. There's not enough EDM.
1: <laughs> right, you like real
0: music. Um I mean this sound, <laughs> the soundtrack was a huge huge hit. Like I mean you can probably oh, yeah.
1: imagine. Like it's Oh, for sure. It, for people came that, out at the right time. Yeah, for people that love
0: this stuff, this stuff is great. <laughs> this is this is really like good 80s guitar riff stuff. Like, and, and I, I have a lot of fun with it. Like, it's not my first choice of music, but the nostalgia and the the flamboyant excess of it all, it, it resonates.
1: Uh, on Mongo, final preparations are underway for the wedding of Ming and Dale and the execution of Baron and Zarkov. Aura kills her guard and rescues Baron and Zarkov. Flash and Volten seize control of the rocket. Flash attempts to crash the rocket into the city's defenses.
0: I think we can agree one of the the funniest scenes in the movie here is when Baron and Zarkov are are like escaping and Baron and Aura have this little heart-to-heart moment where Aura's like, they changed the door code to which Baron replies. I've changed too. I've changed too. (laughs) Baron, what are you doing, man? Like that was not your opening. Oh my God.
1: Yeah, very bad timing, hilarious, and only to top it off is Zarkov uh, saying, oh, I knew I was right, I haven't changed. <laughs> he really hasn't, he really hasn't.
0: But uh, yeah, no, Baron and Aura, and, and a couple of dumb hot sluts who totally deserve yeah. each other, and I love that for them. Um, also... <laughs> All praise to to Aura for getting herself out of captivity here with the, the little hidden with
1: these amazing hidden stilettos. So oh good. my god! Yeah, so hot. Really love the outfit. Uh, really love hidden weapons in general on my spy costumes. Uh, <laughs> this was a serve. Yeah, like and,
0: you know, both of the these women save themselves in this movie, and that's that's good. That's important. That's vital.
1: That know. is important um i also laughed really hard at the glam rock wedding march
0: <laughs> literally did, did, did it played by brian may on a guitar like it's yeah insane um but this wedding is a little outre as we can see by the the plane flying past with all creatures will make merry dragged behind it
1: on on one of those big banners in like the sky, <laughs> a little a, a literal applause sign flying in front of the wedding guests you will <laughs> make
0: merry and then when the uh the attack on the palace starts general zalas gets on the tano to say attention all wedding guests there is no cause for alarm
1: oh god i've never been more afraid <laughs> as a wedding guest in my life right like okay. especially when the bride walks up to the day is wearing all black oh gorgeous <laughs> though. Oh, the, the, the hot so hot the <laughs> best wedding dress honestly <laughs> yeah that definitely taking cues
0: Zarkov and Baron storm the control centre and kill General Kala, R.I.P. As the wedding of Ming and Dale begins, Flash's rocket burns up, approaching the palace
1: oh it's going to be a short episode they said oh it'll be around an hour an hour and 20 minutes and we're not done yet uh we're so close freeze you freeze you bloody bastards i just love that he says bastards so much so many times in this movie it is the it is the word that was made for timothy dalton really
0: yeah it it, i hear it in my head in his voice it's so great um some very creepy stuff going on in the sequence. First of all, we get to see those people with the T V eyes. One of them has their, their eye their glasses Ugh. whipped off and we find out that the glasses were wired into their head and they're all connected on a network. Ugh. That's weird. Zala, when she gets shot, melts on the steps. Uh, very strange. Yeah. Very creepy.
1: Very There were way too many creepy eye things happening in this movie in general. (laughs) Made me very uncomfortable. Did not like it. Uh, And I hated that pig squeal that the guards made as they were getting murdered. Yeah, that that was revolting (laughs) and scary.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they had some like horror touches just just blended into the movie
1: (laughs) casually. I mean, what's what's another genre in a movie full of thousands of genres? Right. this is the campiest wedding i've ever been to i mean it's great the the vows
0: maybe not the the strongest vows you've ever heard do you take this earthling dale arden to be your empress of the hour
1: of the hour Uh, yes yeah i mean not even just that to be your empress and then uh uh ming gives the officiant a look and he's like of the hour like <laughs> as if come on man i'm not tying you down i <laughs> like does he really need to get married to i don't know officially raper? her i don't it's <sighs> kind of fucked yeah <laughs> let's, let's not get too real yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry
0: <laughs> i mean yes that is what we're talking about but that's what all royal weddings are and indeed in some yeah sense, i guess that's true all yeah. weddings before a certain point in history so
1: oh god <sighs> it's a sacred institution um <laughs> <Right>. yes <laughs> sorry <boy. laughs> Baron deactivates the defenses, and Flash crashes the rocket into the palace, skewering Ming in the process. Oh. Ming dies, ending the threat to Earth.
0: This is both the most like hyperclimactic and totally anticlimactic ending of a movie. Like yeah. that weird combination of him like just riding a p- flying a rocket into the villain. Brilliant. Um, and then mm-hmm. Ming just sort of hangs on for a little bit and gets to do a little bit of a speech, which I appreciate. Like, I enjoy Max Vincidel in this role enormously. And then he, yes. like, just fades away. And it's like, okay, that,
1: that oh, oh, okay.
0: Weird energy here.
1: <laughs> Choices. Yeah. Uh, very much a choice a very strange choice i loved the rocket death that part is awesome like just the rocket crashing right through the entire length of the building and i mean very cheap he looks at it and there's some speed ramping and all of a sudden it's (laughs) through him but i i allow that level of camp when the movie has you know, led us up to this point. But yeah, then it kind of falls a little flat. I will say, oh no, the Earth is fucked. Like, no <laughs> one stopped that timer. The guy died at the 11th, at the, I don't know, 11th day, 11th hour, literally. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like, at some point someone does say something like, oh, Earth is safe, but like, it's not quite explained
1: how or why or what, like... <laughs> oh my god, when they say the earth is saved, uh Flash goes, "Yeah!" and there's a little freeze frame yes. and I swear to god I thought the movie was <laughs> over and I was in tears. <laughs> I would have died. It would have been so good oh. if the movie was like, "Fuck you, audience, that's the end." I mean,
0: honestly, the fact that he's literally like doing a sort of cheer jump into the air, punch the sky, kind of thing. yeah it's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing."
1: Like, maybe that was the end, and they had to do a reshoot. (laughs) Yeah, everyone was like, what, wait, what, how, what? No, we can't. (laughs) Well, speaking of the end. Baron is named
0: the new ruler of Mongo, with Voltan as his general and Aura as his bride-to-be. Flash, Dale, and Zarkov discuss returning to Earth. Meanwhile, an unknown figure picks up Ming's ring, and Ming's laughter is heard.
1: Uh, we're gonna see that the Earth was saved, right? <laughs> we're gonna see it, right? Like they're oh, gonna prove it to us. Sorry, Padme, but no. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, the fact that they don't go back
0: to Earth, like it makes sense if you understand that this is like a serial and there was supposed to be more movies.
1: Um, yeah, I can't wait for that sequel. Once it <laughs> w- uh, there's a Flash too, right? We're gonna watch a Flash too? Uh Oh, we will if they ever make one. Um, but, oh uh, no. Oh.
0: I mean, apparently Sam Jones at some point, like, walked off the set of the movie and never came back, so. Oh. Uh, that probably interfered with... But then again, he wouldn't have been uh-huh. hard to recast. I mean, really. I like, mean, yeah. On, Dolph Lundgren's kicking around, you know? He he would go on to play the same role in Masters of the Universe, essentially. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> and I mean, I know I've seen plenty of 80s playbo- playgirl center models. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we can find some recruits.
0: Right? I mean, maybe we should do some research on that.
1: Um, <laughs> I, I In our personal time, alone. <laughs> um, thanks, Flash, the... The flying hawkmen spell out in the sky, and I just loved it. A lot of skywriting, so cute. In
0: the, in the lot of skywriting, reel, movie. Um, yeah. yeah. And then Baron, this sort of like temperamental, closeted, hysterical, murderous person, is named Emperor, and it's like, okay, great. I guess.
1: Uh, I mean, are we not, are we just continuing what we ended? Like this doesn't, this seems like a lateral transition. <laughs> I mean, he's hotter,
0: you know, like if I have to bend the knee, I'm going to bend it for Baron over Ming, I guess. but
1: uh... Oh, I'd bend a knee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Flash Gordon will, probably return is that true there is
0: always talk and it's one of those franchises like the name has enough value like there was a tv show uh like 10 years ago that didn't uh, do very well like a cw show or something like
1: it lasted for uh, one season but there's well, always I, you said cw show and that kind of explains well yeah you.
0: but there's always talk <laughs> and, and i see no reason why it shouldn't work and at one point taika waititi was attached and maybe still is but the guy is so <sighs> busy like busy. He's, he's doing a star wars movie or trilogy he's adapting jodorowsky's the, the incal so like he, he has all- a lot of sci-fi stuff going on he might make another thor movie to complete that sort of his oh, trilogy please. of thor movies so maybe he'll end up writing a flash and someone else will direct it but honestly could you think of a more perfect act director than taika waititi oh, to make this he work.
1: understands camp that would be yeah. and he understands color and action and mm-hmm. fun oh like that would be so great oh god we need more directors like taika um this movie just feels so ripe for remaking yeah uh, especially with its like take on oligarchy and it's, it's very pro workers uniting and honestly <laughs> is this just a socialist text in disguise there's so many messages in this film. I guess it's easy to take what you want to hear.
0: Right. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe Ming would become a Putin uh, stand-in in, in the, the remake.
1: Um, I loved it, and I both wanted it to end half an hour earlier (laughs) and i also could have used half an hour more i don't know
0: i mean just you know it could have been a great franchise um it's a shame it wasn't more successful at the time um but again it's one of those movies where it's like it did well in like the uk and i think like france or somewhere like places that understand camp and then in america they're like i don't know what this is i don't know um (laughs) so
1: why is everyone horny (laughs)
0: But uh, there's there's a lot to enjoy. Speaking of which, let's get into our highlights and lowlights.
1: Oh my god! Dale, Aura, Baron, Camp, <laughs> all of it.
0: Yeah, it, definitely the campiness of it, the design, the color, and uh, yeah, for me, Aura and Carla will just live on as two boss bitches that I adore. Mm, yeah. Lowlight. I mean, it has to be Ming the Merciless for me. It's this yellow peril Mm -hmm. cliche villain complete with essentially yellow face makeup. I know he's not actually Asian, so you can like put an asterisk beside it, but we all know what's going on here.
1: Yeah, I said that there was a lot of skin tone choices between the Uh. Hawk people and Ming. Um, Very uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Uh, mm -hmm. But lots and lots of fashion highlights. I want to hear yours. Oh,
0: so many. I mean, honestly, this is like if for costuming this is one of the all-time greats it honestly is yeah like, uh, i i called out the the green dress on that one like handmaiden steward the the one that mm-hmm. serves the hypnol and then comes back to get her for her rape wedding you know she's not a great woman but her dress is phenomenal um general mm-hmm. Carla, her sort of sleek black i'm an italian uh, woman of a certain age uh, yeah. wearing too much jewelry and putting one thing on before i leave the house like i love it yeah. um <laughs> The the courtiers at the beginning of the movie look like club kids. One of them is literally wearing like a seer wig that is bigger than any seer wig seer (laughs) ever
1: wore. Oh my god! In that scene, there's like people wearing plastic bubble clothing, and Mm. I loved it. It was so cool. Such a great choice.
0: So good. I like. If I had to narrow it down to one outfit, I think I would maybe go with Aura's pink outfit when she does the escape, which of course has the hidden stilettos in it, and she she like she escapes and then suddenly she has a cape that matches i don't know it, it's great uh what about you what's your list
1: i mean also i just said there's so much to choose from i loved uh dale's black wedding mm. dress i loved uh timothy dalton's green emerald kit uh all of aura's bodysuits, mm-hmm. particularly that one piece with the stilettos built into yeah. it it looked like oh my god so amazing and and as mentioned before, Flash's simple lightning bolt tank. Turn that into a singlet and I will wear it every day.
0: Yeah, it's it's iconic. Uh, let's talk about the queerest moment. Um, Shane, is this a queer movie? I mean, I guess uh, I don't want to pre- preview the scoring here, but...
1: <laughs> I am shocked at how queer this movie <laughs> is and isn't uh obviously the initiation is the queerest thing ever filmed um but also everyone wants to fuck flash literally <laughs> everyone
0: definitely feels that way yeah um yeah the initiation scene again for me like that was it was barely even coded like it was deliberate the tree people bunch of gays and i love them for it um but i will also call out dale's sapphic seduction of a handmaiden not into the part where she drugs her and leaves her to be molested Mm, by her boss uh, good good point
1: good point but the sapphism i'm here for uh and the sexiest moment for you
0: i mean just i mean timothy dalton walking onto the screen the glimmer in his eyes the mischief under that mustache his general bitchy attitude uh and him in boots uh with a whip attacking a man in a singlet Uh, you know it's great
1: yeah lots of whips and bondage i i agree with you on timothy dalton there's a lot of sexiness to choose from yeah
0: it's a sexy movie uh what's the best line or
1: gag for you I mean, we just talked about it, but the, I've changed, you've changed. I knew it. I haven't changed. I thought <laughs> that, that was tr- I laughed the hardest at that moment. moment. Yeah. In a movie where I laughed a surprising amount and with them, not at yes. them. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Like this is a comedy. Like it is a yeah.
0: deliberately funny movie and it's not all just in like whips and jokes and whips, quips and <laughs> jokes uh, or whips. Um it's like the the whole thing is comedic. All of the choices yes. are funny and very deliberate. Um I did love the uh, General Clyde says I see you refused your final meal chef will be upset and then <laughs> immediately good. after that the uh, exchange about the
1: eye makeup. You look uh, great. <laughs> it's the eye makeup. Uh lovely. <laughs> so good the most timeless irrelevant moment for you well
0: merciless despots are trying to destroy the planet uh the only difference is that they actually live here the goddamn idiots but some of them are trying to build rocket ships to get away so you know
1: that that works what about you uh, workers of the world unite um how was the cringiest moment uh which was the cringiest moment for you
0: there were choices here i'm gonna go with the the deep roy playing a pet little person that mm. really stood out mm. to
1: me what about you i mean sexual assault for laughs is not funny and was the joke that fell the most flat yeah yeah quite right
0: um we only have one addition to the vespa list here if we can make non-canon Vespa general Carla does die to advance flash saving the universe um Mm -hmm. but the fact that aura and dale not only both survive but but are both like in great positions at the end of the movie and both yeah they both kick ass they both save themselves like this is actually so much better a movie for for how it treats the women than so many of the movies we've watched which did surprise me
1: Really, truly did for me too. It was a breath of fresh, Andrew. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get into our ratings. We will give the movie a score between one and three, then award bonus points from our four categories. They never change. They are Bond, Song, Glamour, and Queerness. The score available is 007, but when Bond's not in the movie, it's really more of a 006. Shane, what are you going to give this? A one, two, or three
1: point score? Uh, I. I guess I loved this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting to. Uh, I am I gonna give this movie a three? <laughs> are you? I'm fascinated to find out. Uh I guess I am. Like, it's got everything. Uh the 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 terrible parts are are immediately outshined by what is great about it. Um yeah. I I wish there wasn't brown face, and I wish <laughs> there wasn't yellow face. But if we're talking about the content of the plot and the action and the cinematography and everything put together, it's a dynamo movie. It's a three. Yeah,
0: it's a three for me. And I was I had actually put off rewatching this movie for a long time because I felt sure that I was going to be a bit disappointed by it. Like, this can't be as good as Barbarella, surely. Um, (laughs) But no, it like it stands shoulder to shoulder with Barbarella, honestly, like it is so gorgeous. And and the visuals make it a movie that I feel like I could just have on in the background all the time. So yeah, it's
1: a three for me. Uh, This one's easy. There is no Bond. I mean, Timothy Dalton's in it, but he does not play Bond, so it does not get a Bond point. It does not get a
0: Bond point, no.
1: I mean, here's another easy point. One of the greatest theme songs ever, uh, Flash's Theme by Queen, it gets the song point from me.
0: Yeah, it's like it fulfills all of the expectations of a Bond song, basically. Like, it's about him, it's pompous and over the top, and and it drives, and uh, the vocals are amazing. Yeah, it gets the point.
1: Andrew, is there any question about the glamour of this film?
0: It's so glamorous. It gets the glamour point as well. This is... A shockingly high-scoring movie so far. Oh my
1: god, this movie is going to get a (laughs) six, baby, because we both agree that it is surprisingly queer, uh, particularly for the Arborians, particularly for the Sapphic scene, and the you know, our we love our queer villain coding, particularly that our queer villain is queer. I mean, yeah, yeah, this is a queer film. It's such a queer film. Like, I
0: mean, even if it was just for Queen providing the music, that's pretty queer. Like this sort of, you know bombastic rock from a, a queer frontman, but yeah no like the the eye candy of it all the set dressing the strong women like this i mean is... i we,
1: i didn't even talk about tom of finland but there's so many influences <laughs> you can see yeah. throughout the film from the bondage to the leather underwear and just like the superman look of uh flash I, there it's all there oh my god this is a six out of seven this is one of the best movies we've ever watched (laughs) on this podcast this is better than most bond films that we've watched
0: and it's queer canon i mean what can you do you can't fight it
1: nope can't fight that feeling
0: Next time on Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, we are getting back to actual Bond. We are covering Ian Fleming's seventh James Bond novel, 1959's Goldfinger. If you haven't already, please go check out our recent episode where we talked about the movie of the same name, which also scored
1: very respectably. And it's a great film and a great episode. Yes. You can follow Kiss Kiss Bang Bang on Twitter and Instagram at kkbbpod or send us lovely messages at kiss kiss bang bang Pod at gmail.com. You can also follow our individual Twitter accounts at Wheeler and at Shane Came Back. Please share, like, rate, review, follow, do all the things on <laughs> Spotify and iTunes with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang as your pref- on your preferred podcasting and social media platforms. Our graphics are provided by the incredibly flashy Carl Shura, and you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Carl Shura. That's C A R L S H U R A. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is recorded in Toronto on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples. We acknowledge that we are settlers on unceded territory. And you know, we love to end every episode with a great piece of Bond or Flash related music. And Andrew, what are we going to sign off this week with?
0: Well, I had to think, you know, it's it's a great tragedy that Queen never got to do a Bond song because Uh. honestly, they are right on the money for like just extravagance and theatricality and freddie mercury's vocal skills they would have made an excellent bond song uh if they'd given the chance in their prime and they were around at the right time to do it so it's a real shame that it didn't happen so i went Digging into the uh, back catalogue to find a song that I felt I thought felt kind of Bondy, and I settled on "The Show Must Go On," which is essentially the swan song of Queen. Like they released, or you know, they released other songs after Freddie Mercury's death, but this song released just six weeks before he died, which is literally about his struggle uh, living with AIDS and HIV, and it is such a powerful and beautiful and campy song. Uh, It has a lot of the hallmarks of a great Bond song. Um, It is one of my favorite favorite Queen songs and it is so moving while at the same time being so preposterously camp and having the sort of the narrative that many great Bond songs have. uh, I love it and uh, I think this is sadly as close as we will ever get to that perfect Queen Bond song. Empty spaces, what are we living for? Abandoned places, I guess we know
1: oh yeah, it's but a beautiful song, a it's so sad, and you're 100% right, it starts off nice and slow, and hits queen. that powerful chorus in the center, oh my god, it's such a shame that we didn't get Queen or Freddie in the Bond canon, yeah. Yeah. would have fit perfectly, regardless, Great talent. This is a fantastic song. Thank you guys
0: for listening. And until next time, kiss, kiss. flashbang.
1: Oh, flashback. <laughs> so good. <laughs>